Hey everybody, my name is Dave H. I'm a great recovering alcoholic. Um, I got denial. <clears throat> and uh, I'm grateful to have been asked to share with you my beliefs, experiences, and recovery pertaining to the concept of denial. So being uh, intellectually guarded, I first checked Webster's. Uh, denial, for my purposes, is going to be a refusal to believe or accept, a refusal to believe or accept a doctrine. I say I'm grateful to become to be an alcoholic, and that's because I am now able to go places and do things that I was unable to do while I was using. It's only because I've been I have surrendered to recovery from a disease that I have been able to develop and maintain meaningful relationships. In my reprieve from active alcoholism, I have had life experiences that go beyond my wildest dreams. In applying to a power greater than myself, I am enjoying a daily reprieve. A daily relationship with an almighty, a mighty, mighty, magical God. I enjoy all the miracles that ensue from a sense of being carried in the palm of his hands. Even if I could have gotten free from my drinking on my own will, I just know that mere abstinence was unlikely to grant me this life of comfort and joy. That being said, I suffer from a disease from which there is no known cure. And the bummer is that this is the only disease where the primary symptom is the notion that I do not have it. <laughs> Think about it. Denial is part of what makes this disease insidious. The symptom is that I haven't got this disease. I heard a fellow the other night say that when you first come around, you've got to be well enough to know that you are sick. And there are many who come to us so sick, so consumed with the desire to continue drinking, that they cannot get to the place where they can even admit that they have a problem. All of us here tonight, all of us listening on the tape, are suffering from some type of delusional thinking that prevents us from believing or accepting a doctrine that will make our lives and the lives around us more rewarding. <clears throat> Page 30 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous tells us that it is crucial that we overcome this kind of thinking. The delusion that we are like other people, or presently may be, has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. And most chilling, over any considerable period of time remaining in our disease, we get worse, never better. Also, uh, the big book mentions denial on pages 39, 40, 427, 436. When your car goes into an uncontrolled, uh, uncontrolled skid, what's the first thing that comes out of your mouth, man? It's, oh no, right? Like denial is an integral part of our biological functioning. That's like one of the first things that we do to emotional, for emotional shock. And the problem is that uh, you and I have uh, uh, deluded ourselves into thinking that we do not have a problem or, uh, in, or thinking that we are incapable of acting in healthier ways or that it's unnecessary that we do this. Um, Every one of us is in some sort of denial, and in recognizing this dilemma, we can find well-being more profound than we now enjoy. Indeed, I would say it is a virtue of open-mindedness to be aware, continually aware, that in some ways we are deceiving ourselves. And for the newcomer, denial may be more crippling. Uh, perhaps it is an affliction that places us in the borderlands between life and death. Denial must be smashed in order for any of us to uh, achieve the awesome benefits of this program, which we can't perceive now is available to us, or even that we want it. I cannot overemphasize how important it is for the newcomer to get away from, I haven't got a problem, or this program is not for me, to I'm willing to find a new way of life by following the suggestions laid down for me in Alcoholics Anonymous. For me, my process of denial busting began with a little pamphlet 
They are available to you through your literature people in meetings or at intergroup. Uh, this one had a whole series of questions, and I went through them and answered them for some reason to the best of my ability with an interventionist who was hired to do uh, heavy duty like uh, CEOs or corporations. For me, I was a little gnat, man. I didn't stand a chance with this guy with every possible intellectual posturing that I had. The denial that I had was, when I went through this list, you know, these little questions like, do you drink on a daily basis and stuff, is that in my world, everybody did that, you know? I mean, that wasn't really wrong. That was some Christian had written this track, tract, you know, and it was not a real good indicator of whether I was an alcoholic or not. Um, and what happened was, is that after uh, doing this little intervention with this guy, he gave me enough rope to hang myself. He said, well, all right, if you're not an alcoholic, here's what the consequences are. Uh, you'll be fired from your family company. You'll lose your housing with and uh, my disease. I was living in the basement of my mother's house. Uh, and you will either go to treatment or you will get lost and stop bothering your family. And uh, I said, fine, no problem. I can not drink during the week and show up at work without a hangover. So I made it to Wednesday, lost my job, lost my home, and decided that treatment was a better option. Uh, what they did was they allowed me to have enough rope to hang myself. My denial, I could hold on to my denial, you know, but there was a consequence on the back end of that, and that's what got me here. Um, there's a, a lot of things that I told myself. Everybody's going to get some of these answers checked on their pamphlet. Uh, it's not an alcoholic that drinks daily. Does a successful businessman do this? Um, and we find in newcomers that, de that in denial that there is a problem, or at best minimizing the effects of our drinking. In order to break this, I write a first step with my sponsees. And what we're doing here is we're track collecting data. If it, uh, we document specific examples of the wreckage of our past, I beat Robin E. that night after we went to Bill and Janet's, okay? So there are specific examples, and later, if I ever have a question, if all of a sudden uh, my family starts to like me again, or I get my job, or whatever it is, and life starts going better, I can always go back to the first step, the documented evidence that I have, and know that I have a disease, because denial will continue to crop up and plague me. Um, how do we get a newcomer to this level of willingness? To this degree, I believe that our lives, our stories about our past lives are appropriate, but only if we connect them to what it was like connected to what we are willing to do about our problem, how you can help, or what it was like and then what happened and what we're willing, what it's like now. Um, when I first heard my story said in a meeting, that was a changing point for me, and I hope that happens for you. I hope that you go to enough meetings of enough, enough mixture of people that you'll hear the same desperation coming from another person's lips, who is now further down the road and doesn't have to suffer in that way. And that was one of the first bonds that got me through the denial that this wasn't going to work for me. Um, and to that degree, we as members of Alcoholics Anonymous need to be sincere. When I share from the podium, it isn't about what I think you want to hear from me. It isn't a litany of all the little catchphrases that I've heard in the past 16 meetings. It's what is really going on. What were the feelings? What was that sense of despair? And what was the courage that took that you engaged in to change? Um, it's not important to be hip. It's important to be real. Um, I don't believe that I can rely only on intellect, intellect to overcome my denial. 
and I can't debate with you until I beat you down intellectually to get over your intellectual defenses. As a matter of fact, it's intellect that supports denial. And so what's the, uh, the solution, I believe, is uh, a common bond of empathy. That if I am being sincere, and you hear that in me, then we will escape. We will get to a place where our understanding um, comes from an emotional level and an emotional response. And through that, I will be able to trust you, and you will be able to trust me. And the things that work for me will become more attractive for you. Um, what's it? Over the, the oracle at Delphi, it says, uh, you know, know the truth, and it shall make you free. And I believe that is what is the essence of the miracle of my recovery, is when I finally got to the truth about the, the harm that I had done to myself and others, the magical beauty of a God in my life, when I could get to those truths of my own perception, then it was that I began to have that new way of life. But it was only through surrendering and accepting the first step of Alcoholics Anonymous that I could bust that denial. So I appreciate all of you that have been there for me. I think that it's important for us to stop enabling one another. I think <clears throat> you've got to call me on my shit. You've got to be able to give me the consequences. If I say I'm going to be someplace and I don't show up on time, you have to tell me how that feels to have been uh, for me not to have kept my commitment to you. And in that, you help me bust my denial of the ways of behavior behaving that I still carry out today. If you don't call me on my stuff, I will continue to operate at whatever level of disease doesn't get me consequences. I need those consequences in order to change. Thanks.